Someone's been in the hospital again, but we're back for Hops and Hot Takes. I'm your host, Eric. I'm here with Stephen Glenn for the win. Stephen, what's going on, man? Eric, I'm just so happy to be back, be back on the on the airwaves. So much has happened. So much is happening right now. I think what's really important is to talk about, A, why you were in the hospital, and B, why have we been gone for so long? When I was in the hospital... It wasn't for anything tragic. It was for a reason for celebration. Uh, my son was born, uh, Noshan Hayward, mm. named after my favorite mm-hmm. Georgia football player mm-hmm. and my favorite Braves player. <laughs> well, Eric, I can't. I, I guess we're gonna take that excuse for now. Mm-hmm. But we can't be we can't be away for that long again. That was that was way too much. But we've got a special podcast lined up tonight. Tell us who's our special guest. We're bringing the full circle of people myself just had a kid steven who whose wife's gonna make him have a kid right that's <laughs> one true. day and then we have the in-between jackson from down the street married to holly from down the street is about to have a child in september is that right correct um jackson welcome to the show for the first time thanks for having me guys we're glad we get to work you in on our aka new dad episode right now yeah Got to drink those hops while I can. Yeah, so we're all like three beers in, uh, Eric. Uh, So right now, what beer are we drinking? We're all drinking different beers right now. In honor of having a baby, I'm drinking a half, I guess a half pint, six ounce baby Coors Light. (laughs) That doesn't even look like six. Not even six, maybe four. (laughs) Looks like a little baby bottle. (laughs) Steven, but I'm Steven and Jackson. What are are y'all drinking? We decided to keep it local, keep it cool, keep it craft. Of course. Service Brewing Company puts out a nice pale ale called Ground Pounder. Okay. I mean, you can't get a better name than that because, guys, we're grinding tonight on this podcast, are we not? Yes, and it's, it's, it's also happens to be what a baby does when it's ha- throwing a hissy fit. So. Yeah, with the boots on the ground. <laughs> right. And not even that, it's it's a brewery that's better known and better brewed. So, you can't get more patriotic than that. Fourth of July's coming up. <laughs> Salute to the troops. So the reason we've had such a long layoff is because little No Sean has had a hard time kind of keeping a consistent sleep schedule. We've also been relegated <laughs> down to the basement oh, um, because mm-hmm. we need to wrap this podcast up by nine o'clock because that's his bedtime. Fun, I'm, up, I'm, I'm also I'm also eating dinner at five p.m. now. So that's fact, how my life's changed. Fun fact, guys, I have not seen Eric in three months. <laughs> so uh, we've got like a lot of catching up to do on the podcast. Yeah. So Eric. Now that you're a new dad, tell me what's what's the number one thing that's changed? I mean, besides your your crazy sleep schedule, I guess. So I'd probably say the number one thing that changes is like every time you come into a room, you look down at your son and go, "Oh wow," and have that "oh crap" moment of <laughs> I have a baby with me right now. Um, Sounds like it hasn't hit you yet that you're <laughs> in charge of another life. <laughs> no, well he's um he's um six weeks old now, so it's it's slowly starting to come in, but. I think what has surprised me from the first part is how much babies fart. Oh, yeah. I was I was I was prepared for the crying and the getting up at all hours, but the farting is hilarious. <laughs> um, there was one the, positive. Yeah, there was a one time that uh, Nosha and I were actually hanging out on the couch watching a Braves game, really just having a great father son moment. He was being so good, 
And I kind of look over, I'm thinking, my gosh, this is why I want to have a son in the first place. And then he shattered that moment by letting out the <laughs> longest 45 second shark I've ever heard in my life. His face turned bright red as he was getting it through and then turned back to his normal color and he turned and smiled at me. And that was it. I mean, if you're relaxed enough to be able to let out a fart that long, you're doing something right, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Jackson, tell us about you being a I guess, potential dad here. What, dad what's the waiting. status? An ex- yeah, an Dad and waiting. An ex- yeah. Expecting father, it is. Uh, I guess the preparing yourself for those forty-five second sharts that are coming your way. <laughs> yes. um, so much to look forward mentally to. Mentally wrapping your head around not only the new responsibility, but the you know the challenge of raising a son or daughter with your wife, and it's exciting. It's a little uh, overwhelming at times, but we're uh, we're both really excited for it. It's going to be fun for football season. And Jackson, um, not that you've asked for any advice yet, but one of the things that you kind of have to kind of go ahead and let go and let God in this situation is I read a bunch of books leading up to it. I thought I was like being really prepared. Like nothing really prepares you until you're actually in the middle of it when the baby has had a blowout down its leg that you really can kind of be prepared for it. Everybody can kind of give you, tell you a little something to do. And that's nice, but... You're saying that's not a chapter in the baby books? No, it's not a chapter in the baby books <laughs> because because you're experiencing it for the first time. So, learning on the fly. Well, guys, when you get tired, I'll be right down their street now. <laughs> tag <laughs> Come out. Come over. Yeah. Tag out, tag you in. Just, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, uh, my wife will tag in. Y'all come over. We'll, we'll share some beers, record some podcasts. As long as it's before 5 p.m. <laughs> That's true. Um, Hops and Hot Takes is doing so well right now that we are we are consolidating studios. We are selling our OTP studio and expanding our ITP studios. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, expand. We're taking over the west side mm-hmm. of Atlanta right now. Right. So world, look out. Stephen was looking around and saying, now where can I actually go? And he said, I want to, go, I want to move to Brewery Central, the west side. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we've only got eight breweries over here, but I think we can do more, to be honest, guys. Let me ask you this, both of you. Yeah. This may be a little too personal, so just tell me, mm-hmm. okay? Number one reason you were most excited about having a kid. Wow, that's a tough question. <laughs> I feel like I've been a really good interviewer. Today. You have been a good interview. That's really good stuff. <laughs> I would say I would say the number one reason that I was excited to have a kid was just be able to kind of share kind of like the love and affection that I feel like my father gave me growing up that I wanted to pass on to somebody else. Man, that's yeah. a really sweet answer, Jackson. I don't think you can yeah, beat Jackson, that. Yeah, Jackson, <laughs> If I do, if I try, I'm going to probably put my foot in my mouth. So. <laughs> Remember now, Holly, is your wife is listening. She so. will be listening. Yeah. She will be judging my answer. Yeah. I think I'm simply just going to say the, the joys of having a son or a daughter, in my case, a son, and being able to share the life experiences and the memories that you have with your parents, I think is going to be uh, really exciting. Are we, are we still recording? Can I give you my truthful answer now? No, yeah. I, just, I saw a need to raise another generation of Bulldog fans. <laughs> we do need to add to our numbers. Yes. Um, always hopefully he'll always recruiting. Yeah. If uh, if he can run a, a 4-4 right now, Kirby will be down to the house pretty soon. Come see little no, Sean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is, again, um, for long-time listeners know that, that I live in a house divided where my wife went to Auburn. And so... We're, we're being as neutral as possible right now about um 
who he's going to be pulling for. Ooh. But when he yeah. gets around like three or four, I'm sure both of us can be trying to bribe him so, on Saturday. I was going to say, so y'all are both, y'all both live in houses that are divided. So divided. do you think you're going to be able to sway your sons to your way? Or do you think that, that your wives are going to have their way with who? I mean, how, how are you going to work this dynamic on Saturdays when you've got to pick teams to choose from for your son to cheer for? Jackson, for, for people who are, who are not familiar Explain your your split situation. So we not only have a split household, but also split conferences in the fact that we represent both the SEC and the ACC. To so be honest, it's going to be an interesting it dynamic. Helps. It might it help. It's going to help a little bit. You won't have that you direct have competitive. Yeah, you know, playing each other every year, year in, year out, may make it a little easier. That being said. I'm certainly going to bribe my son with season tickets to my alma mater to make I mean, him choose the right school, the your, only school. Your wife bleeds Tennessee. Are you going to buy that orange for that, your son? That pumpkin orange? I'm not going to be able to buy that pumpkin orange. It's going to be a slightly different color of orange oh, and man, some maroon. That makes me so happy. As I'm, as a dog fan, I can't, I can't, I can't support any orange team. As I'm Eminoli says, orange is not my color wheel. Yeah, yeah, not mine either. When it comes to bribing the kids and like trying to raise them up to be a fan of like the teams that you support, whether it's Braves, Georgia, whether it's Hokies, what United, part of it is getting them into the stadium and kind of like getting them up. But what really kind of worries me is when even when I go to some games and I'll see newborns or six months old, like at a, a Georgia football game when they're playing Tennessee or somebody, I'm thinking there's no way, no how I could do that. Um, especially going through these, these first six weeks, I mean, yeah. a baby's pretty volatile and you're going to yeah. either be do- dealing with a crying baby and not having fun or you're going to have to leave and not have fun. I was, well, I was just about to ask you now that since I, I don't have the same experience right now of, of you being a, a father of a newborn, I mean, is that's like, how old do you think you, your son will be before you take him to his first sporting event? Because, you know, I and I can only kind of equate that to like taking my nieces and young nieces and nephews to you know traveling somewhere, you know what whatever it might be. But like I I can imagine taking someone to a sporting event with ninety thousand people, and then I go overseas on a vacation. And I can't. I I don't know how families do that either. It's hard enough like, just to go by yourself or with your <laughs> wife, much like less drive, take a baby. Yeah, just drive two hours down the road. But like people haul like their whole family twelve hours across the pond. I don't I don't know. How old do you think you'll you know your son will be before you take him? So my dad's general rule for me was he said I'll take you to a game, any game, but you have to be able to walk. I don't want to carry you the whole entire time. So I guess that puts you at like at least but, one, yeah, and then probably it, more. Or two, yeah, I guess. more towards two. Yeah. You have, have to want to be potty trained. Gonna have to have That's a, what I was thinking. Have to be able to hold his own hot dog. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I get it, I'm eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'd probably say maybe like three or something like that. And and again, I, th- I think it's going to be kind of a low stakes cupcake game that you have to do, or something like a Braves yeah, yeah. game where it's more controlled environment. Jackson, what are you thinking? I think I kind of agree. I'm I'm sort of under the. You know, in the thought process of they need to be able to to walk, handle their like handle their uh, their restroom breaks will be a big part of it as well. I don't want to have to be leaving in the middle of the fourth quarter because my son or daughter has to go to the bathroom and we're on a ninety eight yard drive getting ready to punch it in. Mm-hmm. But I certainly look forward to those days of uh, you know all the 
memories going to football, basketball games, baseball games. Those are some good times. I mean, let's be honest. Virginia Tech's never going to be on a 98-yard drive. <laughs> okay? Maybe we can give up one. <laughs> well, that's exactly when you want to go to the bathroom at that <laughs> point. True. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the potty train is where I'm going to cut it off because, yeah, that's got to be very difficult to have spare divers ready for you to go mm-hmm. at, the, uh, at the stadium. I don't know. I mean, I I, I see, like... I see the draw, like you don't have to get a babysitter. They're still easy to carry when they're little, but I don't know. I, I think it, it might be more trouble than it's worth, if you ask me. I'm trying to think. I was I think I was around five or six when I went to my first sporting event. That's good. You, you remember it too, right? I do remember yeah. it. It was, it was actually a college football game mm-hmm. when I was six years old. So yeah. I remember going to it. My first Braves game was when I was nine years old in 1994, the year before they won the World Series. So wow, got him started young. Mine, I was my first Braves. The first sporting event was a Braves game. They were at old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. They were mm-hmm. playing the Cubs. Sammy Sosa. I had to then probably six. Sammy Sosa had a foul ball right in front of me and my family, and I can't. And the guy next to me came up with it, and he would not give it up to me. I was <laughs> so sad, so disappointed. I remember probably one of my earliest sports memories has to be. May have been like around five or six. I'm sure I could probably look it up, but they were playing Ole Miss and it rained and poured the entire game and they ended up losing. And I remember the only entertainment in the game was two um, drunk drunk fans were in front of me and I had a Atlanta Zoo, <laughs> Atlanta Zoo po- red poncho, and and they like turned around, stopped watching the game because we were getting blown out and started naming off every animal on the poncho. <laughs> But but how much is that poncho worth now? <laughs> if you could find that, man. But I also remember from that game was it got I got so drenched um, that I got a new shirt and I, that was my favorite shirt for the longest time because because it was something cool. It was the kind of memory I had with my dad and I could, I could have cared less that we lost. So who cares? <laughs> well, good memories that you will be able to pass along one day. Part of this episode, we reached out to a select number of uh, dads whose children are in kind of different age ranges. And we asked them three questions. We want to know how old your kid was when you took him to your first event. What's the strategy for not making him freak out or wanting to leave immediately? And the third is what's the best sport to take a kid to? So the first person I'm going to read out is my cousin, John. He actually has three kids, so he definitely knows what he's doing. John is from St. Louis and his eldest son, Jack, he was three years old when he took him to his first Mizzou football game. Pretty much the strategy says you really have to kind of make it about the journey and not the actual game. So you kind of have to hype up everything about the drive, the food, the tailgating, and and also you kind of have to know when to leave. Um, you don't want to try to make it all four quarters. Like when the kid's starting to freak out, then it's time to bail. And so I asked him the last question, what's the best sport to bring a kid to? And I don't know if he's saying this because they're new Stanley Cup champions, but he says hockey. He goes, it's constant action. There's something going on the whole time. That is not an option for us in Georgia. I would really go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go soccer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for hockey. the same reason, though. Yeah. Soccer games yeah. about two yeah. hours long. Yeah. Football games, constant I can action. imagine, can be tough for kids to sit in a stadium for four hours. Yeah, especially in the, in the sun. In the sun. Yeah. yeah. The good news about taking your kids to soccer games is there's a chance they might learn a little Spanish. It's true. But John also wanted to get in his Missouri uh, <laughs> college football preview. I don't know if we, get along. I don't know if we have that kind of time, Eric. Because, because it's the thing. Uh, Missouri, uh, as you've known, is possibly under a postseason ban. I think they may be appealing it. 
I'm welcome to the SEC. You're now accepted. <laughs> this is this is just um, standard operating procedure. Everybody has to go through their one round of probation. <laughs> yeah, round of probation. Who isn't on probation? <laughs> yeah. So, these days. So so John says, if the postseason ban is upheld, they're going they're going 11 and one. If oh it's, wow! <laughs> if it's overturned. They're going seven and five. <laughs> so so John is so John is really leaning into having a chip on the shoulder. And there is precedence for this. So um, Jackson, you might know this growing up in Birmingham. What was the year that Auburn was under like Terry Bowden was under like super secret probation and they went undefeated? It was like 94, yeah, I want to say it was like 93, 94. 93 yeah. sounds right to me. Yeah, so it might be part of it. They got Kelly Bryant at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if you look at, I think, the first six games pretty much leading up to the Georgia game, there's a chance they can go undefeated going into that game. So we'll, we will have to see. And so that's not, to me, too crazy of a prediction. So I guess the only loss is going to be against Georgia? Of course, yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah of, respect. of course. <laughs> Woo! 11, 11 and 1. Wow. So, man. Steven, do you have somebody else uh, response about being a good parent? I mean, nothing that sounds as good as the Missouri hot take, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Is it... it <laughs> This is now this is now a Tiger podcast. Yeah, uh, I was kind of blown away with that. All right, we're here with Dadu uh, from uh, Savannah, Georgia. Dadu, what kind of beer are you drinking tonight? Uh, well, it's my request that we all drink Molson Canadian to celebrate the Toronto Raptors. Are you a big Raptors fan? No, man, but I mean, you know, respect. <laughs> game recognizes game here. So, Dadu, uh, this is our this is actually a historic first for us. You're our first call-in interviewee. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good. Like I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling loose. As part as part of our dad podcast that we're doing tonight, we want to ask you as as the well. I t- you know, Eric has obviously just become a recent dad, so he doesn't have as near as much experience as you do. Now, tell us about your uh, your two kids, and tell us what ages they are. What are their favorite things to do? Give me a good rundown. Sure, man. Uh, got a five-year-old. His name is Ryan. <clears throat> got a two-year-old named Charles Michelangelo. I named him. Um, that doesn't surprise me. You know, yeah, I mean, they're just your typical boys. They just they like to beat each other up. <laughs> you know, they're like Ninja Turtles. They like Paw Patrol, Daniel Tiger. It's just, you know, they like Georgia football. Like, I mean, I just posted a Facebook video today. It was like a three-year look back mm-hmm. of my five-year-old mm-hmm. calling the dogs when he was like two years old. He was pumped. Taught him so, early. Yeah, man. So what was he your... Was getting ready for football season in June. What was the... So. <laughs> what was the first sporting event that you took your kids to? Yeah, I'm not sure what the first one was, but we took both of them to Georgia games. We took Ryan to the spring game when he was two. It was like right around his second birthday. And it was when it was also his first Ludacris concert. (laughs) I'm glad you um, could you could melt those two together. That's pretty clutch. Yeah, I mean it's any parent's dream, really. (laughs) And then Charlie, we took him to a Georgia game last year. Uh, I think it was uh, maybe his homecoming week. Some cream puff that we crushed. It was really hot, but both of them went to a Georgia game when they were two. We live in Savannah, so we've taken them to some minor league baseball games. Um, we took Ryan to the Savannah Sandass. Charlie, is, he's gone to the Savannah Bananas now. We've taken some minor league and major league soccer games. 
Ryan's been to the Charleston Battery, Charlie's been, and they've both been to the uh, Atlanta United. So, what, um, what, how do they... took them to the Braves games. Are they pretty good at sporting events, or do you have a strategy for keeping them under control? Do you just let them run around, like hit each other, hit other people? Are you bribing them? I've got a one-two-three system that I haven't made up, but I'm going to make it up on the spot right now, okay? One, high energy. you got to cheer. you got to teach them to cheer. you got to yell. They've got to get into it. you got to have, like, just be hype yourself so your kids are hype. Because they're not really going to know what's going on. But if they're hype, they're going to be entertained. Two, lots of food. you got to get hot dogs. you got to get popcorn. <laughs> a lot of sugar. you got to feed the kids, you know? Treat them like it's your hungry wife. you got to feed them. <laughs> and then three, uh, you know, you got to get them, like, a little souvenir. So be ready to spend some money. Get them that finger, that foam finger. Get them some pom-poms or some blaster sticks or whatever, like they're called. Just get them something, maybe a T-shirt, I don't know. Make them feel a part of the game, and they're going to love it. That's good advice. Is it better going with your kids or with your best friend, a.k.a. Steven, to a sporting event? Uh, I mean, you know, kids are great, but... <laughs> About the same. I mean, nothing really beats Steven. You know what's also interesting is your um, is your one two three plan... That also applies to Steven. You gotta teach him the cheers. You gotta get him hyped up. You gotta keep feeding him some food. That's exactly what I like to do at games too. <laughs> right. I mean, we take Steven to a game. You gotta keep him happy. So you gotta be get ready to spend some money on that guy. Keep him fed. But uh, I mean, you know, anybody anybody's gonna enjoy a game if they're just like hype and they get a little souvenir and they just they get fed. So Wade, the, the um, best sport to take your kids to is is it Atlanta United? I think my favorite experience was the Atlanta United. Um, they're just so hype. There's so much, like, so many, like, lights and they're so good. noises. Oh, it's great. My wife, she said that she liked the Braves game that we took them to the other week the best. I mean, they were pretty good. They watched the game, got a lot of popcorn, got those hot dogs. It was good. Gosh, those um, hot dogs are good. The only thing, you know, I mean, obviously my favorite sport is football, but I would say that, uh, the only thing is, it was it was really hot when we went. There's a lot of walking involved with Georgia football. Yeah, um, and a lot of so commercials. With kids, it's a little harder, but still the tailgate experience with kids. You know, we took them to the frat house, did the balls in the front yard. It was it was a good time. It was just it was a long day. Did the kids did the kids throw up in Athens? Throw up their milk the same place you threw up your beer when you were in college. <laughs> No, but they did urinate publicly in the same spots. Yeah, <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah, I mean, they didn't, they didn't throw up. They kept it down, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they definitely did use the same spot, yeah. uh, which was good. I mean, I knew I knew all the best places. <laughs> you know, number one. I'm, number two. I'm glad you're teaching them well. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah, you're passing I mean, down you gotta, that knowledge. You pass it on. Well, I only got one more question for you. Tell me the uh, number one thing in your life that's changed since you've had kids? Oh, man. Uh, I know it's a hard one. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to put out there. I mean... Give me you, one, know, get, you got one... Give me I one good and one bad. <laughs> I, think, I think the worst thing is my buddy Steven doesn't visit me as much anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that guy's a jerk. Yeah, he, you know, he stays away. I get about a visit every two years. Um... <laughs> No, I mean, it's probably, it's probably just, like, not being able to, like, go and do necessarily, like, little trips you might want to do um, spur the moment. Like, I can't just come visit you on a weekend if you want me to or take that spontaneous trip. It's got to be planned out. I got to get a babysitter, you know what I mean? So it's just it's the commitments. It's just uh, you don't get to do as many kind of fun and spontaneous things 
the best thing is you've always got somebody who's willing to, like, you've always got a ride or die. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go to the grocery store, like, your kids, if you make it fun and your parenting right, like, man, they're going to go to that grocery store with you. Uh, little tip, Eric, I buy my kids the 99 cent Hot Wheels every time I go to the grocery store, and they behave so well, and they love the grocery store because they know they're getting that Hot Wheels. So just I'm writing this like down. The 99 cent car, man, they're going to be pumped to go to the grocery store, but also, like, any kind of sporting events, I mean, they're going to be, they love to go. You know, and they just know it's always going to be a good time. So you've always got to ride or die, no matter what. No matter what you're doing, it's you know they're pumped to hang out with dad too. Well, speaking from a guy that doesn't have kids yet, I know exactly who I'm going to call when I do have kids, and it's not. It's going to be Tyler Cole. It's not going to be Chris <laughs> Wade. So. You know, that's fair. That's fair. I, mean, I appreciate you like, helping us out here tonight on the podcast. Yeah, man, no problem. Like. <laughs> Uh, you know, hope y'all do well. Uh, Eric, we got to pick out a nickname for you. Alright. Eric Too Tall Jones. Um, <laughs> that sounds perfect. Right. We'll go with that. We'll, we'll brainstorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it. Text me your, your thoughts. We're going to let you yeah, go, I though. Yeah, you like my top three. Maybe you can let the viewers vote. Oh, that Maybe sounds perfect. Work. Sounds perfect. Alright, yeah. man. Sounds great, man. Thanks for having me. Alright, see you. Bye. But no, I, I I think we're good. <laughs> you think we're good? Yeah, I think I think we can end on that. Jackson, what do you say? I think that sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon.